Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode 90. Wow, how close are we to episode 100 now? We're 10 episodes close, Adam. That is pretty easy to work out. No idea what we're going to do for episode 100. Something special? Top 100 podcasts, maybe? Probably not. That would be very long. Anyway, we'll think of something good. We'll get some great guests on and it will be very special. But we've got 10 more episodes to do before that. Nine more episodes? 10 more? I don't know. Should be easy to work out. Let's move on. This is the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. And on the last episode, a couple of weeks ago, episode 89, we had Raj and Hardeep from Thank You Next. We had Kerry from Your Floating Bed and we had Laura from Zombie Mum. This week, we've got three I was going to say brand new guests, but I think all of them have been on uh, in the past, uh, either recommending podcasts or talking about their own show. Uh, so let's get straight into it first, shall we? We have Lewis and Mario, and they're here from Touchline Fracas. We recorded this a little while ago, actually. It was during the Euros when England were obviously doing very well before it all went wrong, right? And uh, everything turned nasty uh, when everybody was happy and hope was eternal and uh, we thought we were going to win it. Uh, I had a chat with Mario and Lewis, uh, and you're going to hear all about Touchline Fracas, how it came about, how they've built it. Uh, I really enjoyed this one. So let's have a listen. Okay, it's time for another Pod Bible podcast, and we are here today with Mario and Lewis from Touchline Fracas. How are you guys? We're good. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, Adam. No worries at all. Now, um, the first thing I want you guys to do, really, is for anybody who hasn't heard of you, they would have seen your podcast artwork on our artwork. I think they're going to get a rough idea what kind of thing you might talk about. But what what's the podcast all about? Who wants to take that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, we started generally as a, as a football podcast, um, a group of lads just talking about football every Sunday in a studio, a uh, bit of banter, a bit of tactical analysis and uh, try to mesh it all together, really. Now we, we do more than just a general football podcast. We do club podcasts. So we have our Arsenal podcast, uh, Manchester United podcast, which Mariah hosts. I host the Arsenal one. Uh, we have a Chelsea podcast, um, Liverpool podcast, Spurs podcast. We've got everything, everything football related. Don't forget Formula One, basketball exactly. as well. We've, we, we... we've just branched out to all these different sports. We've got a boxing podcast as well. So, um, yeah, it, you you name it, we do it. That's, that's, that's our brand, essentially. Wow. And I know like one of the big selling points for you guys uh, in terms of like the content that you create and the people who create it is that, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of you sort of started out as like fans first, you know, you weren't necessarily broadcasters or pundits yeah. or anything like that. You guys are fans and you're giving the fans a voice, right? For sure. I think um, where we started it from was, I guess, uh, a place of frustration, essentially, with, with the quality of, of the football journalism in this country. It's sort of the same tropes constantly repeated, the same analysis from pundits who were well paid, but probably didn't watch as much football as we did. And they were able to rest their laurels on the experience that they'd had as football players and all due respect to them for their playing careers. But the, the analysis and, and, and the broadcasting side is so it's really an art that you have to hone and you have to put uh, time and effort into. And I think we just started in our, in our early 20s as a bunch of lads who just constantly debate football all day, every single day. And we thought, you know what? Rather than having these conversations online, typing away on your phone and whatnot, 
let's let's find a platform where we can actually get these views and opinions out there. It was actually Lewis who who brought us all together. And I know when you do a lot of these kind of things after a few years, everybody decides to go their separate ways. But I think we're coming up to seven or eight years of doing this now, Lewis. Eight, eight years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're podcast OGs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really are. So how how did you originally get together? Like Lewis, how did you meet everybody else that you got involved? It's quite strange because. Um, when Twitter first came around, I was I was an, an, an early adopter of Twitter. Back in the days where you could message a celebrity, you could tweet a celebrity, and they would they would get back to you. They would they would tweet you back. Yeah. And um, Twitter obviously started becoming this massive social media platform where people could voice their opinions on absolutely everything. And then this uh, sphere of fo- football Twitter came, came around, and I was you know one of the early adopters of football Twitter. I met Mario on on football Twitter, I guess, and um, just started following each other. And um, there just seemed to be like a core group of people whose opinions I really really liked. And it wasn't just because I thought their opinions were particularly great, or um, you know I thought they oh, were right. You. No, uh, it's, I think it's just about, you know, um, the way they viewed the game. Um, I thought they brought particular, uh, certain insights into football that I didn't think, like Mariah covered earlier, that I didn't think was being covered in your everyday, uh, broadcast on talk sports, sky sports, you know, these, these kind of establishments. And I thought, you know what? We have these arguments on Twitter. We don't, we've, we don't even know each other. We know each other by our at names and, and handles. Let's, let me, let me try and message everyone individually and say, Hey, would you be interested in doing a podcast week to week where you can, instead of tweeting each other, just talk to each other through an audio <laughs> platform? So yeah. essentially that's what happens. And then eight years later, we're all really, really good friends. We've, you know, we meet up all the time to go to the studio. We've done live shows together. So even even maybe a group holiday coming up, eh, right, right? Yeah, potentially. I think <laughs> a big thing for, for 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 a couple of us, myself and another one of the guys, um, is that we we also watch basketball. And as you can imagine, in comparison to the English audience and the American audience, the color commentary in basketball is a lot more personality based, mm. and it's in your face, and it's really touching. Um, with the youth and the, the young people and they try and make it uh, relatable and accessible in that way and the commentary here is a bit different we've got our older pros who are a bit longer in the tooth played in the 80s and 90s and they can't relate to these players and I think um, what you've kind of seen is that in the last 10 years or so a lot of these big platforms are reaching out to these sort of content providers to bridge that gap and I, I feel like not to toot our own horn it was sort of something that we saw and we we adopted early and we thought where's the voice for people who are like us a bit younger enjoy watching football but don't mind having a laugh at, at the same time it doesn't have to be so what's wrong with his hair and why has he got pink boots on and that means he's not a good player etc you can be um, a fantastic footballer maybe you like to have your hair blonde yeah. because that's just your preference you know um, and I think why we were able to resonate with people so well is that you know how it is when you hear people who sound like you talk like you have the same background as you it makes you want to come back right um and it's why i'm of the belief is that you can start a pod about absolutely anything and there is an audience out there for you could start a pod about glass making in the the ganges river and you'd find like a a hub of two three thousand people who, who wouldn't mind listening to you every week yeah, a bit annoyed that you've already stolen my idea that i was gonna do so. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll let you have that one, Adam. Don't worry. Okay, cool. I don't want to find that popping up on your network in a couple of weeks. I love talking to podcasters like you guys because, obviously, you can imagine we, you know, we have a, we try and get a 
big mix and pod bible because obviously people do want to uh, hear from celebrities and they do want to hear from famous people talking to other famous people and you know i'll get a buzz from speaking to somebody who i've seen on the telly and all that kind of stuff but it's always great when we speak to people who just did it because they were passionate about it not because they were bored at home and didn't have their normal job to do because it was lockdown or whatever yeah and the fact that you've sort of built it and you've scaled in it's turned into a network and you're going and you're doing all the different big clubs and then you've got the different sports is it's really cool i mean i'm guessing it's not like your full-time day job like how do you manage to do a job and keep on top of a network of podcasts like this i would love to tell you you know the the, the simple answer but I, I think the truth is, is that we're still getting to grips with it ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, it's huge organi- organizational issues. Um, you know, so- sometimes you do feel a bit like, how, oh God, have we bitten off a bit more than we can chew? But I think we're really lucky, Mariah, that we have great people around us. You know, we're, it's not just me and Mariah who are obviously involved in, in Touchdown Focus of the Network. We have great people working um, and, and, and dealing with the podcast day to day on on all the podcasts all i think we've got 10 is it is it around 10 podcasts now maybe nine yeah we've got great people on on each of the teams who really help out and are and you know are really interested in being part of the brand and they give their all to the brand and some really smart people as well so i think we're lucky in that regard that we we can actually lean on a few people in the organization for sure and i think just to uh, piggyback off the back of what lewis has just said um where we're getting a bit longer in the tooth, a bit older now. Part of that is having your ear to the ground and being able to spot the next young podcaster who's got who's got a lot to offer. So across those podcasts that we've mentioned, every single club podcast has its own little sub team, essentially. Mm. Like I said, Lewis will be is part of the Arsenal one. I do the Manchester United one. Dan, who you spoke to, he does the Chelsea podcast. I'm also part of the basketball podcast, like I mentioned to you. But you're not necessarily having to do the heavy lifting within all the different podcasts you've got maybe a bunch of half a dozen basketball guys and they do more of the heavy lifting and then you're a bit more of just a contributor in that one yeah Manchester United podcast you take so it's having that trust and faith and I think sometimes when you do have those days when you think what have we done when you have these new people come on board who really believe in the vision and we've been listening to you guys for five years and deal the only podcast I listen to, it just reminds you that again, it doesn't matter if your audience is a hundred thousand people, every pod, or it's just 500, you're, you're delivering something that people love. And as long as you're continuing to do that, who, who wouldn't love doing that? Amazing. Yeah. I mean, certainly when we did have that article on our website um, that mentioned you guys, and I think you shared it and we got, loads of responses loads of people just being like yeah that it's a great podcast it's my favorite podcast we love it and sometimes you don't get that kind of engagement um with some of the bigger shows um as such so yeah it was really really good to see so if there's people listening now who haven't heard of the show and they might be a chelsea fan or an arsenal fan or whatever where's the best way to find out when those shows come out we are um, reachable on all the usual platforms twitter we're touchline fracker instagram we're touchline fracker and we're also pretty big on on the Discord community as well. We do what live watch alongs with our with our listeners. It's another opportunity to kind of engage in your community and just yeah tap into it. I think for us, it is all about the community that that listen to us and they've grown with us. We've got guys who started listening to us when they were eighteen. They're they're twenty five, twenty six now, yeah. um, and they've stuck they've stuck with us. So they they call and we answer essentially, and that's what's caused us to continue to grow. It's like oh, I listen to basketball. Why haven't you guys? Got a button. It's like, actually, 
Yeah, we do love we basketball. We've got the time and we've got the scope. Let's yeah. do it. So, so is it just one? It's basically one uh, feed, and you get all of those shows on there, or you or you subscribe to different to the different shows. So we've got two feeds. We've got our football feed, right? Okay, that makes sense. So all the football podcasts will be on one feed, and then we've got our alternative sports feed as well. So the main feed would be Perfect. called Touchline Fracas. That's on Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Is everything will be all on our YouTube channel, Touchline Fracas? All of our podcasts yeah. are on there, and then the uh, the alternative sports is just called Touchline Sports, and that again on Apple, Spotify, and all the uh, YouTube will be on the Touchline Fracas YouTube page for that as well. Perfect. Mm. Are we going to put a glass making pod, Lewis? We might have to make a new feed for that. Don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get on Apple Podcasts straight after this and register it. Um, So I'm I'm intrigued because you must get, if if all the football pods are coming out on the same feed, you're going to get Arsenal fans who are going to get the Spurs podcast coming on their feed. I bet you get Arsenal fans listening to that to sort of laugh at their expense or vice versa. Is that something that you get happening? Yeah, I think um, a, a big thing that is, has has become apparent over the years is how much as men we relish the pain of our oh, rivals. Yeah. And you've essentially come up with a term for it, it's called the blood of my enemies. So essentially, <laughs> what you tend to what you tend to have is that let's say you're doing a watch along a Manchester United watch along. It's a quiet enough game. Maybe we're playing Brighton or so. It'll just be kind of myself, a couple other guys from the Manchester United podcast, and the Manchester United listeners. If Brighton were to then score a goal. Yeah. You just hear that Discord beep, beep, which means people are now joining, which is they've suddenly got skin in the game because there's a potential to watch Manchester United lose. So for me, when Arsenal are struggling, which is tend to be like the last <laughs> 10 years or so, you, you know that, uh, you know that on a, thir- on a, th- on a Thursday morning, I'm going to tune in to Touchy Gunas to hear Lewis and the guys having a moan about it. When Liverpool have been doing really well, haven't gone near cop and fracker for the last <laughs> couple of years. Yeah. So you just go where the pain is essentially. I like that. I like that. So in some ways, even though like if, uh, if United lose, you, you a lot of United fans might be like, I'm going to give the pod a miss this week. I just can't face it. It's too painful. You get all the other fans wanting to tune in. You do. True. But I think some fan bases also relish yeah. the pain. <laughs> yeah. And I think um, we, we've gotten to that stage where Manchester United fans, that is where we relish the pain. And a lot of the times we, we get hit with a, the brush of being a bit too negative at times because we're having a pretty decent time with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at the moment um, but on the pod we're still not quite content it's like you're still not happy this is the best coach we've had since Fergie etc 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 so sometimes people just listen just to tell you off as well yeah I bet well um, any plans to, to expand to other Premier League clubs it's funny you say that. We, uh, Anton put out a tweet today about a Crystal Palace pod uh, in a bit of jest, but he, he got a few responses back. So I'm not too sure. Who do, you, do you support a team, Adam? I'm an Arsenal fan as well. Oh, okay. So, there you uh, go. Is this where Mariah hangs up? <laughs> you, no, 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 you can't, you can't listen. Yeah. Like I said, you guys have been a, in a constant state of pain for the last decade or so. So we can be friends. Yeah. No worries. And Vieira might be going to Palace, of course. So... Uh, that's why Anton's become a Palace fan yes. <laughs> because he's an Arsenal fan and yeah, he's taking his talents to the south side of yeah. the river. I mean, by the time this comes out, which could be in a few weeks' time, I was going to say you'd hope that Vieira will still be in a job. He should be because the season won't have started. <laughs> not, yeah. not, so he should not be if safe. He's anything like Frank de Boer. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much to both of you for coming on. Of course, you'll be back on the pod to give us some recommendations uh, at some point soon. But yeah, thanks for coming on. Cheers, Adam. Thanks for having us. Cheers, mate.
Thanks, Mariah. Thanks, Lewis. Great to chat to them as always. And uh, as you will have heard, you know, if you just want to hear general football chat, you can do it. If you want specific club football chat, you can get it from them as well. If you want to hear about basketball or all sorts of other stuff, then Touchline Fracas and their network is the place to be. All right, let's get on to recommendations. And we have Holly Rubenstein returning. She is the host of The Travel Diary. She's been on before talking about that show. She's been on before recommending a podcast. It's our last appearance, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah bit of a shame but let's get to it let's hear holly rubenstein's final recommendation for pod bible it is time for a podcast recommendation and i'm joined today by the host of the travel diaries it is holly rubenstein hello holly hi thank you for having me again that's all right uh what are you going to recommend for us today So today I'm going to recommend Missing Richard Simmons. Okay, brilliant. I love that you are recommending things completely different and completely away from your own podcast. Often we get people (laughs) who podcast about a particular subject and then recommend podcasts from that same genre. But you're clearly a big podcast fan. I am. I am. And Missing Richard Simmons is such a great one. And maybe, I don't know, I don't know how big it was here in the UK. In the US, it was the number one podcast for a month. So it was huge over there. But if people don't know who Richard Simmons is, give him a Google. You'll recognize his face. He was a really well-known TV exercise personality in America in the 90s. He had a perm and he wore spandex and he was super camp and Mm. flamboyant and kind of like Mr. Motivator, but, you know, for the US audience, except he was worth over a billion dollars through the work that he did on TV. So that was when TV aerobics was pretty huge. This is a kind of mystery investment. In, God, I really do struggle with investigative. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's a, it's a journalism series with investigation. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's a mystery. It's gripping. It's heartwarming. And it's about what happened when Richard in the mid 90s vanished. Okay. Um, he ran weekly classes in LA uh, called Slimmons that he still did with his like old school clientele. He went all the time and then one day in 2014, no one saw him or heard from him again, despite him being this like gregarious character. And the host, who's a journalist and also was a Slimmons regular, wants to understand what's happened to him and why no one can get in contact with him anymore. And that's what the series is about, trying to find out why Richard Simmons has gone missing. Okay. And I don't want any spoilers or anything. I haven't listened to it, but... Oh my God, you haven't listened to it. You're going to enjoy it so much. (laughs) It's so good. Is there a satisfying conclusion, would you say? We don't need to know if we found him or not, but you know, does, does it work? Yes, it, it it does it does work. I mean, you could you could argue um, if somebody you know wants to to cut themselves off from everyone in life that that's very much their decision mm-hmm. to do so. So there is there were some articles that I read about it afterwards where they were like Richard Simmons is missing, like leave him to it. But actually, what you learn about fame and the effect of it, what you learn about mental health, and what you learn about kind of interpersonal relationships even it's just a a really good listen if you're a fan of serial if you're a fan of s town those Mm. kind of human interest mystery type stories this is one for you okay great yes i'm intrigued i haven't listened to many sort of true crime sort of 
set number of episodes, seasons or series for, for a little while, actually. And I think a lot of it is because you actually quite often you need to properly focus, don't you? There's a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. you can listen to whilst you're checking emails or you're doing other stuff. But I always find with true crime, I kind of they're the good ones to have on a train journey or if you're out for a walk where you're kind of focusing purely on that so you can keep up with all of the details is it yeah. quite detail heavy and you, you really no, sort actually. of focus or no no okay. I wouldn't say so because because it's about it's about people rather than like mm. nuance or detail and the, and there isn't kind of a, a, a great deal of cr- crime aspect it's more like a, a, a personal mystery so I don't think you really need to focus extra hard and there's only I think it's six or eight episodes so that it's something that you can like really binge and get yourself stuck into and you Perfect. really care about Richard even if you don't know him by the end of it you'll be really ca- you care about him and, and how he's doing you really care yeah okay cool that sounds great actually that is another good recommendation so i think i should give that one a go Uh, i'll download that straight after this thank you very much holly great thanks let me know what you think thank you holly right final recommendation and it's going to come from hannah walker brown who is of course creative director at broccoli content came on a while ago now to talk all about the anthem series the wonderful anthems that uh, broccoli put together um broccoli obviously do quite a few other fantastic podcasts as well so check them out if you haven't already but hannah is here to recommend one of her favorite shows Okay, we have a returning guest today who is Hannah Walker-Brown from Broccoli Productions. Hello, Hannah. Hi, thanks for having me. That's all right. We heard a couple of recommendations from you beforehand, but I think you've got one more for us. Uh, Could you tell us about it? What is it? Yeah, I'm going to recommend Two Scoops podcast, which is a cultural podcast that discusses and explores sort of many levels of the black and queer LGBTQ experience in the UK and America and sort of um, globally. And it's presented by Cam and Mr B. We've actually just started working with Cam. I was on a BBC radio show with him and I was like, this guy's exceptional, like, who is he? Mm. And then led to his podcast and we were like, come and um, do some stuff with us. So it's kind of a magazine format, but it covers so many topics across music, culture, sex, identity, um, through kind of industry insights and interviews. Um, and their, you know, their charisma is second to none, just quite a, I don't know, I, I like, um, again, new people coming through, bold, charismatic, fun, obviously, you know, really engaged, really authentic, highly recommend. Also exceptional artwork, which I think is important in a show, obviously, because we yeah. can put out a lot of them. But um, I like that attention to detail. Cool. Yeah, like it. All right. I think I think I have heard of that one, but um, I'm going to have to go and check it out properly. Yeah, you'll love it. I'm going to do it. I'll do it after this. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> just do it now. <laughs> Why All are you right, waiting? Let's just cancel this. <laughs> so artwork wise, this is cool because um, I'm really intrigued in this. I, I do a bit of graphic design and I've, I've created mm-hmm. some artwork in the past. And I think Broccoli, uh, especially recently, you've done a bit of rebranding, haven't you? And I've loved the stuff that you've done. We have. Uh, Thank you. More recently, Human Resources, of course. Shout out to mm-hmm. your newest pod. I like yep. the uh, the artwork for that. Is that something you like to get involved in you are creative director so I imagine that's quite a big part of your your role yeah it is but we all get involved we've got this exceptional graphic designer who does most of our artwork called Mars West and they are Mm. I mean 
will say like a sort of a collection of words that don't really make much sense and then they'll kind of create this amazing thing but um yeah, yeah. we're quite um the whole team gets involved really we all sort of every opinion is valid it's not just kind of one of us that goes and runs with it and does it but um yeah it, it's really important I think and especially with mm. the rebrand with the logo everything kind of feeding into that fun fact all the patterns in the back of our artwork were made with a broccoli like the design team we work with basically got a broccoli like the actual vegetable actual and sliced florets. it up and made yeah and like painted it and made patterns <laughs> with it and so you know it's that attention to detail which no one knows but it's in there and like that's, <laughs> that's the sort of level great. we're rolling at now <laughs> yeah yeah fun fact okay, cool yeah um, that is a good fun fact perfect yeah well just you know a little bit of artwork chat to, to add to the episode yeah. why not exactly. um all right well thank you very much hannah for coming on and pleasure uh, thanks yeah. for having me people go and check out two scoops cool thanks hannah for the two scoops recommendation all right that's it for guests this week all that's left for me to do is tell you uh, that we're going to be at the london podcast festival this weekend uh, if you didn't know about it, it's held at King's Place, which is near King's Cross in London. They have all sorts of wonderful shows putting on uh, live events, live podcast recordings. It's such a beautiful venue. The main hall, I think it was designed for classical music. So it's been made so, yeah, the the audio and the acoustics uh, are absolutely pitch perfect. But it also just looks beautiful. Um, they've got three different halls, different sizes, loads of different podcasts happening. Again, different sizes. You've got Guilty Feminist, um, you've got The Illusionist, some really big shows, as well as some smaller ones as well. And myself and Stu from Pod Bible, uh, and I think Fran, our digital editor as well, are going to be there on the Saturday, this Saturday, the 4th. Uh, we'll be uh, dishing out copies of the latest Pod Bible and obviously just chatting to people about podcasts and uh, hopefully meeting some of you guys as well. So if you're there and you see us, come say hi and uh, we'll give you a copy of Pod Bible. Uh, speaking of which, if you can't do that and you just want to read the latest magazine anyway, then podbiblemag.com is the place to be. You can order back issues. You can read the current issue. You can read the old issues as well. You can read uh, the, I was about to say the blog. It's not 2005. We do not have a blog. It's just a whole website with loads of news, articles, reviews, recommendations, interviews, uh, full of podcast content. Um, and if you want to email us, info at podbiblemag.com is the email address. And you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, which goes out every Wednesday and features podcast news and all kinds of other recommendations as well. So this is the place to be. You probably know that by now if you're into podcasts, uh, podbiblemag.com at podbible on social media himalaya.com forward slash pod if you're interested in uh, learning how to create a podcast we have a learning course there uh, and uh, that's it for this week we'll be back for episode 91 in a couple of weeks time got a great guest for uh, for that somebody who i was very excited to speak to i recorded it this week and i'm very excited that uh, he is going to be on this episode that we've got coming up in a couple of weeks anyway that was some kind of teaser. I don't know if I nailed it. But anyway, thank you to Acast for having us as part of the Acast Creator Network. Thank you to Buddy Peace, as always, uh, for producing, being a wonderful guy. Uh, and uh, thanks to all the guests from this week's episode. And thank you for listening. See you in two weeks. <laughs>